Even you saying crabby makes me hateful. It's, it's so much deeper than that. Don't try and minimize it. No. I, um, I started, oh, this is going to be a fun one, huh? Right? No, I started doing – I mean, I just had a long weekend, and I just like – like I'm coming off of May. And also, I did a lot of Bikram yoga this weekend, and I hadn't done it in three years. And um, I forget what – I like. I forget what that does um, to mm-hmm. one – and the place I went to <laughs> that'll fire up some shit. <laughs> yeah, and um, well, it isn't like it was. It's more of um, like my anger comes from my tiredness, not from the the yoga. Um, but I went to um, I went to a studio that heated up the room to like 115. Um, no, no. I mean, I like that. I like that. That to me is like. Um, like I, I, I go to a studio that heats it up to like 95 and I'm always like, that's too cold. Um, and they turn the fans on at the end and I start getting I, – then I cover myself up with a blanket and I wear like full yoga clothes. But this, I, I actually like wore my like Bikram bikini. and um, But I like it. Like I, I miss – I miss that. I miss like the torture chamber. I miss like, you know – I mean I did it for like 10 years and it was my first love. Yeah, so yeah I get it. I – you asked me yesterday if I've ever done it, and I there's one time when I got into it, and it was one of the worst times of my life. Like right after I had Alma, and, um, living in Colorado, there was a studio right next to my brother's house where I was living for a while, and I did it almost every day. And it was a tor- I was torturing myself. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I deserve a lot of pain. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I do get it. Like I do Baptiste, which isn't quite the same, but it's still the hot and the, there's, you know, a certain sequence that you do and all of that. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. No, I, I used it. I found it in 2003 and I was having panic. I mean, I was like, I was incapac. I had agoraphobia. I mean, it wasn't even just panic attacks. Like I could not leave my apartment. I wasn't able to drive. And um, I found it and nothing else worked. I I was yeah. – I had to like – I wasn't able to work. I wasn't able to go to class. I was like stuck. And um, I went there and I'll never forget it because it's such a different kind of yoga. Like they're not so nice oh, a lot of times. Lord. And I don't even know if it's <laughs> no. like yoga. But I like walk <laughs> in and I was like, oh, I, I go, I tried this once like six months ago and um, didn't really – I said something like didn't really like it and – um, and the, and I said, I, I said something and, and the teacher goes, well, maybe if you came more than once every six months, it would do something for you. And then like walked away and I was like, you bitch. And, um, but she, but I liked her. Like that was just like, that's kind of the environment it invites is, is it's a little, um, a little, a little rough, hardcore. a little rough, a little rough, a little rough. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the, the owner yeah. of it was. I'm pretty sure he was. I mean, I know he was accused of rape. One of my, he, you know, was accused of raping one of my teachers, and um, mm-hmm. nice along with many others. And um, and a lot of studios call themselves hot yoga now instead of um, 
Bikram. Yeah, because of uh, disassociating themselves with Bikram Chodere. So um, that was part of the reason I stopped. I stopped going because I went to a class one day and I'd been doing, I mean, I had been through uh, Kundalini training and I think I was just starting Steph's training and vinyasa and um, the, uh, and I was trying to meditate at the end and the girl was, came in, the girl that ran the studio came in talking on her cell phone and sprayed Windex on the mirror in front of me. And that was just, um, that was it. I was like, rapist Windex, bitch on a cell phone. No, <laughs> no <laughs> more. Done. And I threw away like all, I had all these, beaker, I mean, I threw it away and I really hadn't done it for three years, but then, uh, there's a studio around here and one of my girlfriends, Annie, um, who's, uh, Kundalini and, um, a good friend of mine down here, she, like, there's a vegan place next to the studio, and we kind of, like, um, I was like, let's do Bikram and go get vegan food after, and we did, and it was great. Like, I was just like, oh, yeah, and the instructor is also um, a kundalini, um, and so she, so it wasn't hardcore. It was hardcore, but she also was really, um, she brought a lot of the kundalini philosophy into it, so it was kind of, it was different. It was good. Anyway, that's that, and that's my Bikram yoga story. <laughs> yeah, it's funny though. I mean, I think a lot of people go in that way, like that style, either that or Baptiste or hot yoga. I mean, I that's what I did for like eight years before I ever went to a different type of. I thought that's what yoga was. Well, it's like, a it was always just this super really physical. aggressive, like physical hot plow at its practice you know and I went to my my first non you know class that wasn't like that was at South Boston Yoga with David um, who's my teacher and I just it was so I was so confused I was like what people are laughing there's music and I don't feel like I want to like die I just feel like but my body still feels really good and I remember going up to him afterwards I was like what is this I've never done this before he's like oh well yeah um yeah yoga's like this too and I'm like I I, that's when I signed up for teacher training all right no more yoga talk no let's keep Uh, talking about yoga oh god how are you my back is killing me. I have to, I'm probably going to have to switch positions. Um, you're like, you're shifting around a lot, but I am because I, I have never done anything to my back before. And I don't know if it's from flying or running or yoga or just like I lifted something wrong, but it's so not cool. Well, um, so Dr. Sarno, you could read that book. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. If I, if it doesn't go away, I'll uh, do that. I I got in an accident in um, two thousand and um, God what was two thousand five and I used I don't I just remember like my my friend gave me this crazy Chinese like um, thing it was not like Tiger Bomb it was just this like weird concoction and I had that smeared on my back all the time and I lost my mm-hmm. appetite I lost a lot of weight but I also did it I did a ton I mean here we go I did a ton of yoga and it actually just eventually um, undid itself just not like full force yoga just really like I carefully right. I used yoga carefully to kind of work at it um, but yeah I'm going to not do much um, I mean I've been pushing my body extremely hard in the past couple no, months oh you have not <laughs> shut up 
So I won't be taking any long runs. I'm not going to do any crazy yoga. I'm, I have to go to Colorado um, on Wednesday. I'm doing leading a retreat this weekend, and so I need to be I need to be good, um, like physically feeling good. So yeah, I'm a little little nervous about that. But before we start, do you have anything you want to promote? I am. I have a couple things. No. Okay, so I have uh, I have a workshop, um, a new workshop series, The Bigger Yes, will be kicking off in Boston on July 16th. Registration is open for that, and it is filling up incredibly fast. So register for that. Uh, I also, this week, uh, on PATH, which is a um, group coaching and personal inquiry um, program that I run online with Meadow DeVore. We are talking about money this month, all month. Classes are every Tuesday uh, from 1130 to 1245 um, online. That's Eastern time. And if you can't make the classes, they're all recorded. You do not have to catch up on prior classes to be to join in. You can join in any time. It's just a, a running thing. And when you join, you get access to every class that we've ever recorded. Um, so go to path tribe, P A T H T R I B E.com to register. And this month is going to be awesome. Meadow, um, is an incredible teacher when it comes to money. So I am, and she's got, um, a new program that she's sort of working through in path, um, for, to kind of test drive it. So it's going to be exciting and good. I can't wait to actually do it myself. Um, and I, th- I think that's all. Yeah. That's a lot of work. You guys teach every week. Is it a lot of work? Yeah. Or no? It is a lot of work. Yeah. It's good though. I mean, I, I love it and we have a great group in there. We have a private Facebook group and, um, it's, it is a lot of work, but I love it, you know, and we kind of shift our classes depending on what the group is going through and needing. And, um, so it's great. That's awesome. You guys did the Facebook group. You didn't do the, I thought you weren't doing the Facebook group. Yeah, we weren't going to do Facebook, um, as a group because everything's on Facebook. And then we, we decided to create one because it's, it's just so built into how we operate. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Yeah, I've tried to get off the Facebook thing, (laughs) but it is, I I mean, there's part of it. Like, first of all, you can do like, you can actually do, um, people don't have to use Facebook. There's actually an app that's just for groups. So you don't even have to like get notifications from like real Facebook. Cause I don't use real Facebook. I hate real Facebook. I use it like to talk to like sober community. Um, yeah. But it's but it is and it's just so like people actually use it and that's the point of good community is you know like whether or not people actually use it so yeah and it's so built it's just built for it so well so it's like why you know reinvent this um so so yeah that's good um my stuff this week cool wow Mm -hmm. so what are we talking about today two things right. (laughs) Two things. Do you want to do the letter first or our other stuff first? Let's do our. Let's get it off our chest, just so like it's okay. So hmm. we are talking about <clears throat> narcissists, about narcissists, really? and men. Um, I think we're talking stuff. about narcissists. I mean, like, yeah, I think we are. Um, we are for sure. We're talking this about you about- and I dealing with narcissists. <laughs> 
Right. And this came about because you and I, you went through something this weekend and we got on the phone and we were both like rage screaming into the phone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And we were like, fuck, we have to talk about this. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So what do you want to describe what happened this weekend? Um, really well, over the it, past couple of weeks. Yeah, over the past couple of weeks. So I have been working, like I've been, ta- I've talked about this plenty on the show. Um, I have, I was, I was involved with a man like three years ago, a long time ago. Um, and, um, I was explaining to my friend Annie, like on Friday night, like how he and I came to be. And I found him, he was, he was dating another girlfriend of mine or fucking a girlfriend of mine. Um, and, um, and I, saw him on Instagram and I was just telling her like I saw him and I was like oh like he's my soulmate and um he found me too like we found each mm-hmm. o- like we found each other and it was like kind of instant fascination and what was the first contact who made the initial contact um I I was in Hawaii with my girlfriend. She was telling me the story about this guy that she had had sex with. She, um, I lived vicariously through her. She had a sex life. I did not. I was not dating anybody at this time. I had taken a year off of dating. And um, we were, were in Hawaii. We were hanging out at my ex-boyfriend's place in Hawaii. Um, it's like right before I leave my job. And she said, and she tells me about this guy and um, I was like, let me, I, w- I was just like, let's see the douchebag. And she's, cause she said he wasn't, sh- this is, I should have, I mean, red flags, hello. She said he wouldn't <laughs> respond to her texts. He wouldn't let her, he wasn't inviting her to things. He wasn't like operating with her in a normal way, but he liked everything that she put on Instagram, like liked everything. And I was like, mm-hmm. let's see the douchebag. And so I look and I look at pictures of him and I, you know, you just know like I was just like mm-hmm. fuck like that's that's like and I don't and I I'm not I, I I don't know if you know me very well but Laura how many times have I said that to you about somebody I mean I just am not that kind Dude, I, it takes so much never. for me to be attracted to somebody if anything yeah, yeah you're like <laughs> you no no it takes so much for me to be like 99 that guy. times I show you someone and you're like Ugh, no I would say it's like nine hundred nine thousand nine hundred I mean it's like it's zero 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 one percent that I'm that I find somebody like attractive um and acceptable and I and I saw him and I was like oh and then he and then I was like, well, I'm just going to follow this douchebag just to keep tabs on him. And then um, and then he just and then he followed me back and then he started liking everything of mine on Instagram. And then um, and then like it was just like, you know, flies to shit. Like we just within mm-hmm. I think within like a week we were like I I uh, went on a run. I took a picture of the Bay Bridge. I put a picture of the Bay Bridge on my Instagram account. And he's like. And he and he's like, um, like I was just there yesterday, and he tags me in a post of his of the Bay Bridge, you know, which was you know, yeah. wow, because you're in San Francisco, you were at the Bay Bridge, that is crazy, no way, no way. But I was like, <laughs> oh my god, kismet, and then um, and then I was like, and I said, and he he takes really beautiful pictures, and so I had anyway, and in, in my mind, I had this whole thing of like, he's my soulmate, and um, and it was like working out that way because we were just like, it was so clear. 
we could not like that there was some like mutual interest and so we just spent this whole weekend talking and I'm like crazy I'm like nine months sober I'm quitting my job 10 months sober I'm quitting my job I just quit pot and cigarettes and bulimia I was like um I was crazy at this period of time and um on on like like two days later I'm just like I found you through a friend of mine that you fucked. Like, this isn't going to work. I just quit my job. I'm about to go to Italy for, like, I'm about to, like, like my, I'm uprooting my life. This is a really bad time for me, and and this is weird, you know? And then it turned out we actually worked across the street from each other. And so then mm-hmm. we just, whatever. So, I mean, like, it was just this very, like, everything about it was just, like, I, like, what's that song from Wally, the Louis Armstrong song? Um, um... Oh my god. Oh, Lavian Rose. Lavian Rose. Every like yeah. Lavian Rose came on everywhere. Like he walked into a coffee shop and Lavian Rose came on. It was just like this like it was crazy. It was crazy. And I hadn't had sex in a year and then he and I had sex and he was like we used to call it life ruining sex because it was just mm-hmm. like it was the best sex I have ever had. In my life, like 10 hour sex, like multiple or, you know, like just like, (laughs) it was so good. And he, and it was so drama fueled. I mean, from the beginning, it was just drama fueled. And, um, I mean, I was operating at a five-year-old level. That's what I was. And and that was the the level that he operated at. So it was a perfect match. We were both five-year-olds. And um, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and like, so we've continued on over the last couple of years. Like, he just – he moved from being the thing I actually fucked to being this thing that was just, like, constantly in my phone. I wrote a piece about this. He's just been there. Uh, Like, when I – especially when I go to Italy. Like, I – you know, I show him pictures of my life. You know, like, he's just been in my life in this way that no one else has. Like, I – you know, I take him everywhere with me. Like, here I am today. Here I am yeah. sitting. You know, like, I've just, like, we've had this, you know, and, the, and it's mutual. Like, he shows me where he's at. He's, like, he's, you know, we send, all, you know, pictures of our genitals to each other and our faces to mm-hmm. each other. And, um, you know, he, like, like when Luca came to Italy and Luca, like, um, told me he'd gotten back together with his girlfriend, like, Justin and I, you know, like, talked about it, like, for, you know, like, a two days just because Justin had yeah. known I was dating someone else and like knew what Luca was. So it was just like, he was just was, uh, that became this thing in my life that was a, it was a constant. Um, but I also knew I couldn't ask anything of him. I knew I couldn't ask anything of him. Right. And I, I pushed it this last January when I was in San Francisco. I, um, Maybe, yeah, it was January. It was when I got the dagger behind my ear. I got to San Francisco. I'm staying at my friend Tarek's, and I just, like, Justin was dating this girl, and she was kind of fucking with him, and he said, I, I just was like, hey, let me stay with you on Wednesday because I didn't have a place to stay Which you've yet. never done before, right? You've never no. been like, <clears throat> like no. ask for a thing. I never asked for a thing, and I asked for a thing, and he just said no. And... um and I um and I raged on him and like just was like like I I'm crazy. I literally just I wasn't it wasn't so much rage. I was just like, I am so fucking crazy. What am I thinking? How how am I talking to you? What the fuck is wrong with me? I mean, that was the extent of what I yeah. said to him. And then right. we didn't talk and then and then in March, when I got back to San Francisco, I hadn't thought about him. I, it was just done. And then in March, I, I drove back to San Francisco, or I was on the train to San Francisco, in San Francisco, and I just sent him a picture of me flipping off, you know, the San Francisco skyline. And, like, um, 
And then I and then I unleashed the then then I my hate turned to him. Like you know what I mean? At first it was just anger at myself yeah. for being so dumb and then it was just this complete like everything that I've ever wanted to say to you, you hateful fucking piece of shit. Um mm. and so and then I blocked him in my phone and I didn't hear anything back from him and that was you know what I mean? Like I I didn't I I don't read when I send him awful things, I don't read it. I whatever he he'll like respond back five times and I'll just be like delete, 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 delete not delete, reading, delete, 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 right. delete, delete, not reading. And um and then I and this time I blocked him and I was just like I don't care what you have to fucking say like I'm so done with this dynamic I'm so done with it because because when I sent him the picture of me flipping things off he's like well what do you like he he thought of it as an invitation for us to like send you know he thought this was the first step before I asked for his dick you know like right. And right. so anyway, long story short, I've been working on this, like, obviously, if you listen to the show or if you read my blog, I've been working on this aspect of, like, not um, – I mean, he's a narcissist. Like, everything that he and I – like, they're, like he literally fits the bill of it. Um, and not only yeah. that, I mean, he's unavailable. He is – and there are mm-hmm. – like, you and I have talked about this at length. There's also a lot of things about him that are just – like, everything about him is a red flag. Um yeah. Yeah, and there are no like real. There's literally nothing. There's that is nothing that no redeeming. No, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> and um, no, and he has, and like he has, he has no empathy. He has no. He has never showed. I mean, one. I think one time. One time he was depressed. He was at my apartment and he was depressed. And um, we had this like sweet conversation. And he said, I think he said something like. Um, you um like god you like something about he he said something that was reflective of like noticing a human emotion in me and like there was a sweetness and um and i held on to that i was like oh there was this one time in three years where you can hold on to like these tiny morsels he was a human where he was a human um no and and like also it's not just like there are other like i do have to say that there are redeeming things in that he actually uh listened to me when i like has actually in a weird way been there for me when i have been at my loneliest like he actually has like like i will send him like there it's not to say that there's not with like i would have sent him something like i'm i'm in rome and i'm lonely and i'm sitting here and he'd be like that's a beautiful picture you know what i mean there were times that there was like there were things and also he worshiped my body and i like he made he helped me worship my body i've always hated my breasts i've always hated my vagina i always hated like my you know what I mean? Like he's lo- he like yeah. loved my body, and I actually am now way more comfortable being naked and with myself than I've ever been because of how he was right. with my body. So I mean, but that things, even they're... is about him. Yes, <laughs> you know, like, of course, that's... it's about him. Yes, but well, I like am it saying. It's not in defense of him. It's not in defense of him. It's in defense of me. Like, it's saying it wasn't that there was nothing. I mean, I was, I, my, I was hooked sexually. Um, I was hooked. Um, I was hooked, uh, because, uh, he's my archetype. He reflects exactly my archetype of like unavailable man. Um, that like, uh, you know, that, that, that is undeserving. Um, that treats me like shit. And he, but, and also there are other things. So, um, anyways, but there was just, there's always been this like 
Um, he's in like like there's like the list of like the narcissistic things. He's entitled. He has no empathy. He has no remorse. He is deceptive. He's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. He's completely one way, one day and another the other. And then like um, and he's emotionally dependent on me in this very weird way. Like he needs something from me. The crazy part about it is that he needs like he will never admit it, but he can't let me go. Like as much as like he thinks like you know what I mean. And so it's anyways. Isn't that with narcissism? It's like they need the supply. They need the supply. And so anyway, he was done. I mean, anybody that received the text message that I sent to him in March would never talk to any normal human being, would never talk to me again. But he like, I'm in, I'm teaching our workshop and I go to the bathroom and his phone, there's his phone number. And I was just like, (gasps) you know, like I would never expected to hear from him again. And then I opened it and it was a picture of me flipping off, you know, San Francisco. And so he's like, I was looking for one in L.A. because I'm going to be in L.A. next week. Hey, I'm coming to L.A. next week. L.A., LA you know what I mean? Like, and then, um, and then I just, you know, it basically boiled down to me saying, "What do you want, Justin?" And him saying, um, "Forget I text. Never mind." And I said, "Okay." And um, and then then I spent a week. Um, oh my god! And then I spent a week um, fantasizing, fucking him. Like, and um, and uh, like it just. Like the and all week just sitting with like sitting with it. Right. And not doing anything with it like I normally would. Um, He used to always say impulse control. You have impulse control issues because um, (laughs) I do with him. And um, I was just like, just like write it. Just like when you like I actually sat and when and the way he makes me feel is not like it, it's either really expansive or really constricted. And so I just kind of stayed with that like feeling of love. You know what I mean? Of like the like how much I want to like um, be in love with this person um, or, or like how much my, you know, like my natural reaction is to think that this is love or whatever. I sat with that and removed his name. You know, I sat with that and removed yeah. him. I sat with like, oh my God, it feels actually so good when like the physical sensation of what like this brings on of like the longing and the desire and the love is so much better. Like when I don't have his face in it and then, um, and I made it all the way. And then Friday, I'm in a taxi cab on my way to yoga and I'm passing the, the Los Angeles skyline. And I sent him a picture of me flipping off the Los Angeles skyline because I am a five year old. <laughs> because of course. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then we talked and like, 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 hey, Holly, like, blah, 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 whatever. And then I just simply said, um, you know, like, if you're, if you want to see me, like, tell me when and where. And if not, stop this. Like, just don't contact mm-hmm. me. And then, um, nothing. And then the next morning mm-hmm. I woke up and I was like here again. And I just said like, we're like this. I'm like, never contact me again. And, and I know I've done this, like, it's exhausting for me to tell my story of my story to myself. Like, it's like, Oh <laughs> my God. But also I like, here's the, di- here's the things with this. Like one, um, it was not like I wasn't crazy. Like in any of this, I actually like though I did give in to my craving. You know, I drank, so to speak. 
Um, I wasn't mm-hmm. crazy about it. I never like, I actually didn't have any like, uh, highly elevated, um, delusions about it. I was just, um, it'd be nice to fuck him. It would be really nice to fuck him. And, um, yeah. And, and that's all I want. I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to go through this whole text thing. I don't want to do this dance with him or 50 text message. Cause that's what it will be. He will text me like a hundred times in a day to death. To mm-hmm. death. He will text me to death, but he will never show up. And so I was like, I am not going to go through the fucking text thing. I want your dick in my vagina and that's it. <laughs> So and if that's not going to happen, if that's not going to happen. Tell me now. And so then he was like, I was just then this. Then he goes into this whole thing. I was just getting in touch with a friend. And I was like, we're not friends. Like we have uh, never been well, friends. That's the part that set us off both. We were like, you're kidding. He was literally like, we're not friends. And he goes, well, that's what you think. And I was like, we are not friends. You do not know anything about me. We are not in each other's lives. Like there is nothing here that is like, and, and this isn't what I'm saying to him. I'm just like saying, right. No, we're not. Like, you know exactly why you got in touch with me. You got in touch with me because you can't fucking help yourself. You got in touch with me because, like, you need this to, like, fucking, like, fill something in you. Some fucking huge hole in your soul. And I didn't say that either, but that's what I'm thinking. But my basic response, like, he's like, wow. Like, when I said, I said, don't ever contact me again. Like, after he didn't respond to me, after me saying, do you want to fuck me or not? He doesn't respond. And he's like, wow, I'm on tour. Like, he's on tour with his she loved that. cocktail oh, wow. band like, and wow. like wow and I just he, I was like um and I know like and I know what y'all are thinking like like oh honey like I know that all of you are like oh honey just stop like like I talked to like this is exactly like how I would like to like probably I- express what like uh what most people think about something like this I told Adam about like Francesco a couple weeks ago and Adam's response to my pain was I thought you weren't going to talk to that dude again. And then on <laughs> Saturday, I'm hanging out with my friend Grant, and I'm explaining to Grant and Sarah what happened. And Grant goes, um, you just need to cut him out of your life. And I'm just like... Oh, no shit. <laughs> so so no if you're shit. thinking that, like, no. Um, for me, this was like, this was, this was just like... Um, it, I didn't go into like, like it's been, it's a learning, you know what I mean? Like it's been an entire learning mm-hmm. process. And for me, it was it, like, I decided that I wasn't going to not be like, I wasn't going to be ashamed of myself for, for doing it. You know, I didn't want to do it and I worked with not doing it. And then, and then I did it. I contacted him and, um, you know, and I let the, I really let the like, you know, five-year-old part of me and the naive part of me and the part of me that settles, um, get involved in, you know, in a crazy, like I basically, it's arguing with crazy cause he's crazy. And, um, you know, and, and right. we had this text message exchange and I just said, we're not friends. Like, stop. Don't just don't please delete the number. Whatever I said, I don't just go. And, um, and that was it. And, um, and so I think like part of this is like the things that'll take away from this or the things I kind of want to like end this on is, I mean, it's, it is like, it's my, it's my oldest wound. It's my deepest oldest mm-hmm. wound. He is the perfect, like he's the embodiment of my samskara. Like he is the actual yep. embodiment of my samskara. You don't matter. Um, I will never give you what you want. You know, like you you're don't crazy. deserve, you're crazy. You're crazy. 
yeah, you're mm-hmm. a crazy bitch, which, you know, he called me for a long time. Like, like you are, um, you're weak. You have no impulse control. You're not good enough to be in my life. You know, I mean, a normal human being, a normal human being, if we were such friends, would say, hey, I'm going to be in L.A. because I'm doing a show. Here's the details. Do you want to come out and see us? Um, would love right. to see you. That's what I like. He normal- wants to play the game. No, I'd say it was this, not. This yeah. dance. Yes, 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 yes. So like the so anyway, at the end of the day, it was uh, I told like when I was sitting there with Grant and Sarah, I told, first of all, I told Grant he was not allowed to talk anymore. Um, and then, you know, it's just like the idea is that like until like like until this is until this is done, this won't go away until I actually make the internal changes like that need to be made. I was talking to I was talking to my therapist who was talking about. Um, you know, she lives in the same town as as somebody that was much more abusive than this than this, right? And okay. she's able to live in that same space, right? And it's the same right. idea as like and like this is not about him. This is it has nothing to do with him. Like it has nothing mm-hmm. to do with him. It is still me. It is still the place that's it's still the me that actually can't resist the fact that like cannot like cannot pull the thread, cannot look at that number in my phone and not even like, you know, can't even block I can't even block him. You know, I still can't right. even block him and so it still is like this place in me and like what what did we what did I say I said I want to block like you said something like why don't you block him in your phone and I just said like I need to block him in my heart like I actually need Mm -hmm. to like live this thing where I I don't have this where I don't have this reaction and where I don't lose myself and I don't betray myself and I don't leave myself and and I'll say this time I got a lot closer than I've ever been and I don't like and I'm gonna say from today I don't want to I don't I don't want to ever talk to him again I don't anticipate ever talking to him again um and that feels really good like um but at the same time I'm also like I have to end this by saying I'm like I am so proud of myself um Mm -hmm. Because it's a growing thing and it's been the hardest thing that I think I've had to. Like he literally, like God made him perfect for me to, um, you know, to grow up with. And I'm still growing up. Right. And and it didn't hurt. Like this time it it made me angry, but it didn't hurt and it didn't make me feel less. It didn't make me feel like a loser. Right. You didn't didn't like stay in bed for three days and like. No. Yeah, I mean. No, my heart hurt, but like that has nothing to do with him, you know? Like none right. of it has anything to do with him. Um and I'm just I don't know. I mean, like I'm proud of like I'm it was a very like sweet chance to be like to to kind of check into where I'm at. I'm still here. I'm still dealing yeah. with this. This isn't done. Uh-huh. Like I'm still working on this part, but also um you know, it's um it's a very different place between, you know, <laughs> Two years ago, a year ago, so different. Six months ago, and three months ago, um, and so that is my Justin story. Yeah, I, uh, I know, I so get it, I get all of it, and I, I mean, that's why we're talking about it because I have a, I have a, well, I have it was a, nice. I have one too. It was lovely to call you and just speak. Can we talk about Justin's for a second? <laughs> and, um, and like it is, I think like this was. One of the best parts about being your friend is that, like, I can go, like, right, like, the the Adam, and I love you, Adam, sorry, I don't mean to, you know, throw you under the bus, but the Adam response of, like, dude, I thought you were done with that dude, or, like, the Grant response of, like, just block him, or even a lot of, like, female response, or, like, what my mom might say, or what my sister might say, or what a lot of my friends might say, don't get it, you get it, it is, like, 
Uh, like, I don't have to explain it. And not only that, you don't, like, I called you and you didn't make, you never have made me feel bad. You have never made me feel bad. You have made me feel understood yeah. and heard and felt. And you get it and you get it really well because you've got a fucking Justin too. Yeah, so. I live, I've lived the exact thing. The yeah. exact thing. So let's different, talk about yours. you know, different person, different whatever, uh, players and, set and all of that but it's the same same stuff and same lesson um we have the same the same wound you know yeah and it has been t- completely the hardest thing that i've ever worked on yeah and, and working on still so, um should i tell mine i hope so <laughs> <laughs> otherwise it, it's not justin's it's just justin better yeah, no, I'm just okay. So so mine um mine starts much much longer ago and and just I've lo- known him for a long time um since high school, but was we have not been in each other's lives all that time. Uh and I know he listens to this. Um so I just have that in my mind as I'm talking and I have never really specifically talked about it before. Um, I've never, I've hinted at lots of pieces of it, but I've never talked about it before. Um, it has been a thing that is, un, you know, it's it's the same sort of thing in terms of what your story is. It's exact match for my shit. Exact, it's like, here are your wounds, and here's your makeup and here's your weakness, here are your weaknesses and here are your strengths. And, and I'm going to create this puzzle piece that's going to snap right into it and, um, and torch it like over and over again. Um, and just it's this perfect reflection of how I have felt about myself over the years and what I thought I deserved, you know? Yeah. And even, even the, the good stuff, you know, even the, um, the, the ways that it, it was a, a match for me in terms of like, it's like the same with you. It's not all bad either. You know, there's not a hundred percent bad, but if I, if I hover above it, um, ever at, at all, I look at it and it's like, what in, what the fuck? Like it's, it's so grossly horrific as like a, a relationship for me okay so specifically well if you were your um, friend if you were your friend like sitting there if I was there, my friend and I, I mean I and if, even worse if I put Alma in that situation uh, yeah. it's unfathomable yeah you know yeah I know and it's and I and I just like you I recognize it as as just as much my own shit you know as, as his but the thing about me though and and what I brought up to you recently was that I never, I, my reaction is never to get mad. You know, the mad is the last place I go Yeah. with any really. And I finally, finally, um, a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, got as mad as I should have gotten, not just at him, but at my father, at other men in my life who treated me so shitty. I finally got mad and, um, I sent him. What the is last your text. What is your original react? What is your natural reaction? Sadness, rejection. Okay. okay. Um, 
pain. It's what is it's your sad. what do you do it's though? You just you turn to like you turn to I turn like it in on myself. I take that anger because for me, yeah. yeah, what I learned about anger. I mean, it truly wasn't safe for me to get angry as a kid. It like yes. for real wasn't safe. Yes, I, agree. I would be removed from my situation, um, and I it was unsafe. So I. I have always felt that anger, it's not, you know, I just can't do it. Like, it's not okay for me to get angry. So yeah. I immediately turn that in on myself and it turns into to self-hatred and shame and anger towards myself, um, which is really gnarly and nasty and it comes out in horrific ways. Um, yeah. So, so you know, so anyways, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just really like wanted no, to no. kind of, to juxtapose that against like what what actually happens okay so but you got angry I find so so let me just go back to a a story where I actually did get (laughs) angry and and how it turned out for me to do that so I have talked about this before but my the first guy that I ever slept with and um the first and ended up getting pregnant with was someone that I was really a very similar situation and very similar type of person as the one I'm talking about now. Um, you know, I slept with him. I, it, it was all, um, he was a shitty, shitty, selfish person. And, um, I got pregnant, had an abortion. You wanted nothing to do with it. I mean, from the very get go, he was a complete, not just, it's not even an asshole in the way that, um, it was, it's like beyond just being kind of a dick. It's like a complete disregard for someone as a person. And he completely disregarded me. I mean, he never, and and I never asked him for anything. The same, you yeah. know, with you. I just, right. I never asked him for. And anything. why not? Because you because you knew you wouldn't get it. I want. I knew I wouldn't get it, and I wanted to be the cool girl that was fine with everything. Yeah. I wanted wanted to be the cool girl. Yeah. Like I, like, you can do whatever you want to me. You know. I'm fine. I, I don't I, feel anything. Fine. Yeah. And. And I, because I thought that's what I needed to do, you know, um, to get what I wanted and what I needed. And I, I never asked anything of him. I knew that like, for example, he one night, um, I mean, we were never officially seeing each other. First of all, never, you know, it was never his girlfriend. God, he would never say that. And I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say that either. It was like, it was like we would hook up and, um, he would do, you know, it would always happen when we were drunk. So one, one night in college, um, I, I, there was this like parents night thing and he ended up, um, going, going home with one of my friend's moms to my mom, her, to her hotel room in my college town. And my mom was in town and I figured this out. I like came to in the middle of the night and figured out where he had gone off to. He had taken my car, <laughs> like drove, drove my car to this woman's hotel room. And I was like, where could he possibly be going? You know? Um, and, and my mom knew him cause we went to high school together and we, I woke up and I woke up my mom and I took his car, which he had like left at my house. I took his car 
and drove it to the hotel because I knew where she was staying. And I saw my car parked in the parking lot at the hotel. And I'm, you know, full body, like just numbness and just shock. And I just sat there and lo and behold, douchebag comes running out of the hotel room, doesn't see me, gets in my car and starts to drive away. And so we, we pull up to the stoplight next to him, um, a few blocks down and we both just, my mom, I mean, it's like three in the morning, my mom and me just look at him and he like blew the red light and you know, spun out, but all the while has this shit eating grin on his face. Like that's the fucker that I was involved with. Yeah. And so that, even after that, I didn't stop fucking around with it even after that. And, um, he, one night I remember, um, I went over to, he was in a fraternity, uh, one morning after like a big night, a big party, I went over to his place because we had been like sleeping with each other and seeing each other. I went and people tried to stop me as I was walking up the stairs to his room and I like pulled myself up to the top bunk and there was a girl looking at me, not him, a girl looking at me. And that kind of stuff happened over and over and over and over again. And finally, I, re- I I came to learn that he had been seeing um, this one, this girl from my high school the entire year time that for the year and a half or whatever that he and I had been seeing each other, and I finally it tipped me over that all of this stuff I never got angry like I would get angry and then I would I would turn it back in on myself. And it just, I lost more and more in my, of myself every time. And finally I got mad enough. I knew she was at his house because we had like started conspiring against him. Um, I knew she was at his house. I packed up all the things I had of his and I drove over there while she was there and his roommates knew me super well. They all loved me. Um, and I knocked on the door and <laughs> Andy, like, he was like, oh, like, oh, God, oh, God, like, you, you, you know, like, don't come in. Like, his face just went white. And I was like, I know what's going on. Just let me come in. And I came in and I, you know, opened the door and I threw all the stuff, all of his stuff on his um, bedroom floor. And she was sitting there, too. And <clears throat> I don't know what came out of my mouth. I, like, lost it in rage. Um, but he just stood there. And he started laughing at me and he goes, you're breaking out in hives. Why are you turning so red? And he started laughing. He just kept laughing Mm. and I'll never forget it ever because it was so like, that's how I felt about, about getting mad. It was like laughable. You're you're just going to be shamed you're, you're a joke. Like you're a joke. And, um, I mean that, that's one of the very few times in my life where I can remember getting mad, you know, and, and, and and that was the result. So I just don't. And finally though, I mean, fast forward to a month ago and, um, I, I've perpetuated this cycle with this guy, but it's the same, same type of stuff. It's the same type of stuff showing up. It's the same storyline. It's someone who's fucking around with someone else. It's um, the same. I'm it's, just, it's like the same. 
it's the same story. It's the same story. Same with him. story. It's the same story. Story. It's someone who basically completely disregards me. Says that they're not. Says that they don't. But they are. In his mind, and, though, he doesn't. In his mind, it's a completely different completely. thing. Yep. No. In, in his mind, it's not the same. In his mind, we are special. In his yeah. mind, we have a connection. In yes. his mind. You know, blah, blah, fucking blah. So many words. So many words. And it, this went on that this gone on for years. Years. Years, years, years. When you and I and, first uh, met, when you and I first met in uh, like maybe like six months in or nine months in, and I was telling you about my about what was happening with me and Justin at the time, which was which was just awful, you said I have the same I have the same I have one. I have a Justin too. And you called him your black mm-hmm. widow. But you also, mm-hmm. at that point in your life, you weren't talking to him. No, we had gone through lots of periods of not talking. I mean, it hasn't been a consistent, you know, we'd, we'd not talk and we'd talk and we'd not talk and we'd talk. And um, it was something that I always kept there, like when I really wanted to fuck myself up, I would go to it. And, um, and it's sort of the baseline of what I just still thought that I was worth and still thought that I deserved, you know? And, uh, and I, this, nothing, you know, nothing really, really transpired in the past, like this, these past, I don't know, three months, except, um, I've come to many, many realizations like you, like you have where I have realized, like I've talked about on the show, like fucking with this person is worse than, is the same as drinking for me. Yeah. It's the same thing. It does the same thing to me. I mean, it would, I, last Thanksgiving, we were talking and uh, up until then he had been in a very long-term relationship and he had gotten out of it last year. And so we had started talking in a different way. Like, maybe we'll be together. Maybe we'll do this. Maybe we'll do this, you know, and maybe, maybe, maybe. And I had hooked my thoughts so far into this idea. Um, and I, around Thanksgiving, he, you know, it's just pulling the, the thing is he's so to him, there's nothing wrong with how he acts. There's like really nothing wrong. Um, so he was pulling you know, kind of the same thing that he's always pulled. And I, over last Thanksgiving, got like suicidal that weekend. Like I, it was as shitty as I've ever felt in my life. And I didn't want to, it was like, I felt like I was dying or I wanted to die. And I don't get that way. I really don't. It's, it's not a place I go. And, um, and I still kept going at it you know like I'm lost I, I need you to pull back you were talking to him why were you why did why were you feeling suicidal because, because I he wasn't I, he was like he had um kind of gone dark on me like he was on a trip and I reached out to him and said hey I'm not like feeling that good and he said something like sorry muffin and then went dark for two days. And how much had you been talking up to that point? So, like you kind of skipped over a part of it. Sorry, I think. like constantly. I mean, constantly. It, okay. The thing about our, you know, us is, is like it's 
it was very compulsive. It was very like sex driven. It was very, it's like drinking. Like it would give me this huge hit. Right. Um, and it would drop me just as fast. And whenever I would see him, it was like, we would have sex and he always had to go somewhere right afterwards. And it would, it was like violent to me. Like it was the same thing that happened with the guy from high school. You know, the first guy I slept with, it was just like repeating the same scar over and over and over and over again. So I want to pull it back a little bit. So you guys hadn't been talking and then something changed. You like you something changed. And, and I want to like, kind of point this one part out because for <laughs> for me talking to Justin again, it was kind of cute. Like we had this really innocent uh, relationship of just texting and, um, you know, talking <laughs> about our sex lives and talking, you know what I mean? Like and um, and then um, with you and and and, the, and your Justin, the same thing happened, which is you guys kind of yeah. like started moving into like he became your buddy he's listened he you have talked to him uh, talked about him in like from because I, I want to kind of play it from ways, my side ways. in very yeah. sweet ways he's a good friend he listens to all of my episodes um you know like you kind of were in this me. like yes you're in this con you're in this relationship with him where you're just like chatting and then all of a sudden you guys there's a flip and you decided you were going to play house with him um, yeah. like something changes and, um, and all of a but sudden that's the thing that's the thing is I could trick myself. It's just like drinking in that way. I could trick myself into thinking it was benign. Yes. And, you, that and, this- and that's how you were talking about it, which is you were just like, Oh, I'm just going to do this thing. It'll be fun. I never get to have like, so that it went from this thing where you weren't talking and, and that was good and you couldn't talk to him and, and you downplayed the importance of this man. And then you went and, yeah. and then you started talking and, and he was just even this- to myself. Even right. to myself. I know. I was so deluded about it. Yes. About how much it could affect me. Yes. Um, and like, like it, because I could control it sometimes or I just didn't care sometimes. Yes. Or I was dating someone else or it wasn't always all consuming. But yes, but I was always deluded about it, about what it was actually doing to me. Until I wasn't, you know, till I would have a bad night like drinking and I have a bad episode and then I would be very alarmed and then the emergency would go away and I would let it creep back in. So this so just to like be clear, just to kind of reset up Thanksgiving. Right. So you went through a period with him where you and you also want a partner you want like to be in love you want and you like well I'm getting better and better and better and healthier and this is also someone who has a big huge fucking drinking problem yeah and just is getting worse and I'm getting better you know and so yeah so then you start talking I'm just kind of like playing this up just from my end of like of how like so then you you make a plan and he's gonna come stay with you for a couple of days and it's not that big of a deal from my end it's just this thing you're gonna do it's gonna be fun and then it happens right does that happen before Thanksgiving where he comes and stays with you yeah, it happened before. Mm-hmm. And then and then it doesn't actually work out that way. He doesn't stay with you the whole time, right? This is how fucked up it is, okay? Uh, his person that he was with for so long lives in the same state. And so, no, he comes and stays with her and then stays with me for part of the time. And yeah. I'm okay with this somehow. 
Yes. Or I'm not, but I pretend, you know, I'm, it's, it's, I'm that fucked up. It, the, it's so dysfunctional that that is like one step above or up from what it was before. Yep. 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 Okay. I just wanted to, and so then he goes dark. Then after this, he doesn't, he says he's going to come and stay with you for a couple of days. You're like, Oh, it's going to be fun. And, and kind of downplaying it. He comes mm-hmm. and you guys fuck. Yeah. I mean, we, we play like house for like, you know, 24 hours or something. And then he goes and he's also staying with another woman that he's been in a long-term relationship with. And then mm-hmm. he stops talking and because to you. I, because I've been so privy to their entire relationship. It's like, you know how fucked up this is. You know how, what she's like. You know this, you know that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yes. I'm like complicit in it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then he, and that's when he stops talking to you pretty much. Yeah. And it's not even a, I mean, to him, he's like, oh my gosh, I just didn't know. I just didn't know. Nobody knows. Much pain. Nobody knows. He doesn't, because- he doesn't fucking care. But he he's also not- like, doesn't like goes through this. Like, this is the part that I think I want to like, I'm trying to pull apart, which is that it is that your energy changes in there. The, this, mm-hmm. the energy, it's the energy play. Like Justin wants nothing to do with me when I want something to do with him. Justin wants everything to do with me when I want nothing to do with him. And mm-hmm. there's this like energy play with you and him in that like you're not that interested in him. You get more interested in him than you want this thing with him. You delude yourself into thinking this thing with him is possible. Once you make, once you cross that bridge, that's when too. he has like, oh, I'm going to, nope, uh, bye. And then right. goes in the other direction. And that's, and that's, and so that's what you're like, what we're talking about as well, which is your, yes. when your energy shifts into, into like when you actually are any disarmed. Kind of wa- any yeah. kind of solid sort of ask of any kind, any big or small, would be met with resistance right. and, and, and oftentimes like a total gaslighting after the fact of like, wow, I didn't realize that this would turn into that, you know, yeah. like, yeah, I so do. I do. It's, um, and it's so, it's, it's gas. So, there's a lot of gaslighting in it and which is like where, where yeah, there's absolutely just, no shoulder. You know, I just have genuine love and care for you. Yeah. I didn't know that reaching out would turn into to something like this. And it's yes. like, Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. And the thing is, okay. So, Yes. And I'm glad you slowed that down. Like that's what happened around Thanksgiving. And I'm, you know, I'm drowning in it. I mean, I'm drowning. And um, I, you know, do the things that I'd always done. Like I need to block it. I need to get out of this. I need to tell him how much, I mean, the emails that I have sent him, the please, like, to just listen to me or talk to me or have a real conversation with me about it or do something are so sad, <laughs> like so sad. Cause I was never going to get it, you know? I know. And, and subconsciously I knew that I knew I was never going to get it. I know it was like, I'm just going to fucking keep hurting myself. This is how much of a piece of shit I think I am. I know. Is I'm just gonna do it again and again but and again. But a part of you fully like there's a there's a also there's not just one of you doing this. 
right? There's no. the part of you, there is a part of you like that's trying to recreate and actually like complete an action related to like an earlier trauma, right? There's a five-year-old part of you that's not processed or a 10-year-old or 11 or 17, whatever age it is. All of them. All, All of them. them. They're trying to get different things. And then there's a part of you that is becoming more and more in control that no, you know what I mean? Like there were two, Stronger, there's, there's two, better. there's two parts. There's the one that's trying to perpetuate the action and get something from it that is willingly, like willing to be blind, that is willing to, you know, go far below her standards. And there's the other part of you that is trying to help, re- help this woman, help, like help, yeah. help the, like take care of these parts and also not let them run the show, like to like honor them, but also yeah, and I mean, not those let them run the show. Are, like, schizophrenic I mean it's like flipping constantly daily hourly minute by minute flipping you know and at like truly at war with myself and I would go through periods of a month or two months where the the stronger wiser better part of myself is running the show yeah and it's like I can't believe I ever let myself do that I can't believe I still and and you know I've I've um and then I would slip back in, you know, I would slip back in and I, I'm on to myself I, as time has gone on. Cause I just continue to do more work and therapy and talking and learning and all of it. I I'm on to myself a little bit more about what trips that up, but even up until, so it was, it was really up until like two months ago when I realize like I I finally kind of turned a corner on I think I think what it is is you know you start to integrate the 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 people that you are right like the five-year-old is still gonna scream she's always gonna scream she's always gonna have this wound um I was reading a book last night that was it put it so perfectly it was like if you didn't get your needs met when you were younger um no amount of getting them met as an adult is ever going to be enough but that need can become, you can become more aware of it and that need can become less compulsive and reactionary. And if you did get your needs met as a kid, you can get enough. But like in this way with this wound, I I stopped feeling like it should go away or that it will ever be completely resolved. I, I can now look at it as more like, oh, she's doing that, you know, like it's happening and I have some space between it and I can, I like, that has made all the difference. It's not mm. that I don't do it. It's not that I don't feel that way. It's not that I don't go that deep, but I, it's because I've been there over and over again. I can see it, you know, yeah. and I can say, okay, okay, we can sit for one minute longer this time. Yeah. We can choose to see, you know, we can choose to react in this way this time. Yes. Um, and also a building up of truly how I feel about myself, like truly how I look at myself and what I deserve. And finally, 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 um, more of me feels like I deserve more. Yeah. Knows that I deserve more. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I finally, I, I finally um, got angry with him, like, really angry and not the kind of angry that needs a response or that is looking for a fight or any sort of engagement. I got angry as in like a final fuck you. Um, and I, I sent it, you know, and I showed you the text. I, I, you know, basically said like, I've never been mad. I've never gotten really mad at you. Um, I should have, you know, he, he accused me of judging him 
And I was like, you know what? I judge the fuck out of you. I should, you know, I should, and I should have judged all the others that came before you. Um, and I said, it, it, the door will never, ever be open again, ever. And I meant it, you know, and he's tried to, I've blocked him on everything possible, but he's tried to contact me since then through emails and I don't have any, I'm never going to respond. Um, and I delete them and that's it, you know, and even just the content of the emails, like just furthers the point that he doesn't get it. He he will. No. He doesn't get it. <laughs> well, it's not that he doesn't even get it. It's that he th- there's only one person in in his world that's actually in her. Right. Like it's there's it's just him. It's like right. um, like this game you're playing is cute, Laura. When are you going to let me back in? And, and I don't. I mean, of course he's going to say that because I've done. You know, I've gone flipped back and forth a, a million. No, times. but that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying he's it. Like the the from from like an outside point of view who knows what he's writing, he doesn't, you aren't, you aren't in the equation. Like you are not in the equation. I never was. There's only one person that's in the equation from his end and that's, that's him. And, Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and it's just like, it, it is again, it's like when you were just talking about like, it's this, like this growing, right? This understanding of you being able to, um, to actually, you're on to yourself, right? You're able to see it and you're able to kind of see what's going on. Um, you know, it's just, um, it's such a, like, it's such a perfect play between the, like, between two people, right? It's such a perfect play perfect. between two people. And yeah. I was, when I, on Saturday, when I was talking about this, I was driving around with one of my girlfriends and she was like, I was, you know, I'd just given her like the, you know, five minute tour and she was, you know, just like, oh, that sounds like my story. And um, sounds like my taste or like that sounds like mine. Or, you know, and I think it's like, no, it is. It is a really like I want to say like it, it's just a very I not a I don't, I don't want to blanket say every woman goes to this. Kind of like every woman goes to this. And I think there no. is a decent number of women that kind of meet in meet up with this archetype of of completely unavailable self self-centered <laughs> um yeah we all have the guy we can't quit that it you know is is um is brings up our wounds or reflects our wounds exactly as they you know in in the most obvious way and that we can't quit them no that's not what i'm saying i'm saying i think that there is i'm trying to say that i think there is a, a subpopulation of women that get wrapped up with narcissists um, yeah. I've like, yeah, I, yeah. I've heard this story. Like I, I'm speaking to that population specifically, um, that <laughs> don't really understand it. Like this, like, no, I know. I know that don't understand yeah. it until you start comparing notes and you're like, well, what? Um, yeah. but that is like, it was just a, like the amount, I think a lot of times the amount of, um, I mean, Francesco was like the, like there was this one moment we were sitting in his apartment and I was like, I'm not interested in you anymore. Like I had started dating someone else and I said, um, I'm just not interested in you. And he's like, but I thought about you all week. And I was like, I'm not interested. And he's like, um, but like he was like, and he runs to the bathroom and he goes one, one second and he runs in the bathroom and looks in the mirror and he goes, did I get less attractive? And he goes, no. Oh, and gross. then he, I know. 
And then he comes back and he sits down. He's like, well, that's not it. What is it? And I was like, and he couldn't actually hear my feelings. No, no, that's not it. He couldn't hear what I was saying because it's about he's looking into a mirror. He's not looking at another human. And that was the same thing with Justin. He wasn't looking at me as another human. He was not looking at me in any other way. And I, and, and I'm, and I want to be clear that like all of us use the filter of our own selves. Like everyone has filters like this, but there is like a specific and special handicap for certain individuals. Like Justin, like saying, and, and not only like, not even when I said, we're not friends. Like it wasn't even, do you really think that like, Oh, let me ponder that. Let me actually look at it from your experience. Let's talk about that. Let's dig into that. He's like, Nope. Nope, we're friends. What? I'm, you know, like there Total is delusion. Yeah. Delusion. Yeah. And like, and lack, like, again, like if you look at the characteristics of narcissism, like there is just like the, there is no empathy. There's like, there is absolutely no ability for him to put himself in my shoes. And he never has been able to put himself in my shoes. And like, there's no remorse for some, like for doing some of the most awful, like calling me some of the most awful names doing, you know what I mean? Like I've said, I'm sorry. I don't know how many times to this man. I don't think he's ever said he was sorry one time. Um, entitled, he can come back in, into my life as much Ugh. as he wants. And, le- you know, like yep. this entitlement to, like, I'm just here. Lies. Um, deceptive, like liar, liar, gaslighter. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like two different people in two different days, depending on how he is. And, like, and mm-hmm. like also needs. And, and then beyond that, the part that I think, like, keeps me so hooked into it is the emotional dependence. Like, he actually is some, there's some emotional dependence on my behavior um, yeah. that like, like there is, which I perceive as him, um, as Having I perceive as, right, as needing me, as us being something. And so right. it's been right. this thing, like this, like this last weekend, you know, like, and I just blocked him on my phone again. I've been holding off on it because I'm like, I can't resist him. But like, there's this, like, this beauty of like, like the, the amount of, um, I don't like, like losing that um losing possibility no no like losing the um like just losing any like losing my feeling for the like lose like just my my you know like the um it's just like when you when you know when you talk to somebody who is like i have been quitting drinking i stopped for 50 days and then last night i you know, bought a bottle of wine and I brought it home and then I opened it and I had a half a glass and it wasn't even that good. Um, you know, that's like, um, that was Saturday for me. Like I had a half a glass and it wasn't that, it wasn't even close to good. And also it didn't really do it. But you it did. didn't. Yeah. But you, that sounds like you actually drank. <laughs> no, I, no, I'm talking about Justin on Saturday. I know, I know. I'm, I'm never clarifying. drinking again. I'll never drink again. Never, nobody ever has to worry about that. But like, I, I'm saying, what I'm saying is like, I engaged yeah. in the behavior, but I wasn't engaged in the behavior. It was, um, you know, and it, it's just more and more and more of like kind of coming to the, the threshold within me. That that place, you know, when people say like, I'm afraid of myself. I don't trust myself. I'm afraid. Like, you know, in the beginning, like when you quit drinking and you're like, I'm afraid that I'm going, I'm afraid of myself. I don't trust myself. Yeah. And that's how yeah. like, like getting a, 
a text from him or like a, you know, like an infiltration makes me feel like I don't trust myself in my response, but I'm trusting no. myself more and more and more and more yes. and more. Um, and it's a really beautiful thing. Um, it is. And I feel the same exact way. It's like, I don't, um, I don't, it's a, it's a shift from like, it's like taking back power one little piece at a time for me. And, and none of it was ever lost. All of my efforts to pull this back in to over the period of, you know, really since I was a kid, um, have not, nothing's ever been lost in that effort. Like it's all, it's all added up to now. Um, and it's real. Like I know that the ground I'm standing on is is real now, you know, I'm not afraid of myself with him, but I had no control that, you know, for, for a long time. Yeah. I had no control. So the other piece I want to say though, I, you know, a big thing for me was, and this is kind of when a lot of things shifted as I went through my phone. I mean, I've done a ton of other work, but I went through my phone one night and I was like, I'm deleting every, not just deleting, but blocking every single person in there that reminds me of that has a negative you know charge and it was like cleaning out my closet after I quit my old job like even if it was a tiny thing for me it was just like no that's old it's old stuff it's old energy get it out and I did that I did it with him and I did it with probably a dozen other people that I didn't even realize were in my phone and it yeah. felt it felt so, I mean, I had done the thing before where I was like, it's not necessary. Like, you don't need to do that. Um, but for me, it was. It yeah. really, really was. And something shifted after that. It was like, there was space. There was more space, you know. I'm, And a lot of them were really hard to, uh, not a lot of them, but two or three, I would say, were really hard to just shut out. Because yeah. I want to keep that possibility open, you know. I do. So, oh, God. Yeah, so it, it. You know, I got another email this morning. Like, when are you letting me back in? When are you going to let me um, unblock me? And uh, can you block emails from him? Can you put them in your spam folder? I've tried. It doesn't seem to work. I need to like try to do it again. It's just, but it, you know, the the difference is that I I see it and it's just I delete it. Like, I'm never going to respond to that ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And that's how, you know, it's a place where I never thought I would actually get. It's like with drinking. It's like, I will never drink again. I just never will, you know, period. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I have a yoga class to get to. <gasps> that's right. It's been enlightening and <sighs> enraging. Um, <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's good though. This it's is good because good. it's an important thing to. It's an important part. Like maybe not not everyone's going to connect with this, but I'll tell you what. I think a lot of women. Um, there's enough out there that have actually been through this and experienced something, and especially like this part has been one of the hardest parts to. Um, it's been a rough part to explore, and I'll never stop. I'll, I'll never stop um, talking about it because I think figuring this piece out um, has been, we've apologized a lot for talking about men and I don't, I think that's a real shame. I think like actually 
figuring out what our relationships are um, is just as important as figuring out, um, you know, our chemical issues and our depression and our um, food. And so I do think this is a really important thing. And this is just your or my experience. And also, I really love the fact that we can be honest about where we're at with this. Because, you know, in a year, the story is going to be different and two years and three years. And it would be a shame if we didn't actually record you know, how we got where we're going. So, um, yeah, no, me too. I'm glad I, I, you know, the, the thing for me has always been like, it's the most shameful thing for me to talk about. Like I'm embarrassed about it, you know, I, or I was, and I'm, I'm really getting to a place where I'm not at all. And, um, and I've had, you know, I've had friends say like, Oh my God, don't talk about that. You're never going to end up dating anyone. It's like, Nope, I'm going to ditch that too. Cause I thought the same thing about sobriety, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and I just don't believe it's true. Like this is this is the truth, you know. This is what I, what we've been through, and it's and it's also really big stuff that can keep you from growing, and can, can not just keep you from growing. It can um, impair you so deeply. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, baby, go to yoga. Bye bye. Bye bye. Wait.